We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who, in the name of charity and goodwill, shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. What's going on? Not much. Both wearing white sweatshirts today, huh? Oh, crap. Well, that's okay. We wear black t-shirts. I know. That's like you switch it up, the and then here we are. Yeah, here we are. How's life? It's like I'm not even supposed to be here today. I know. I know. I know. I saw it this morning. They said... Uh, the busiest travel season ever expected, and it's all started today. And they showed all the airports full of people, and I thought, well, if the airport's full of people, those people must yeah, they must, must be, be off work. Yeah, huh? Huh? And then I show up to work, and I come down the hallway, and every single door is closed, and all the lights are off, and I thought, we really really didn't plan this. No. We did hey, a poor, poor job planning. what did you do last night? Nothing. All right. Just went home. Why did you? Well, I thought get maybe intel? you saw that girl. I thought maybe you got uh, some. She intel. was supposed to come up here. No. That's oh yeah, what happened with that? You said why she didn't was she coming. That's why I up? thought maybe. She said you can come tomorrow. Hmm. You guys want to come in tomorrow? I'm hoping I'm, I'm not even supposed to be here. I, I thought that was this. La- this was last night, right? You were going to invite her up yeah. to the studio. Oh yeah, but then she she texted and said that she can come by Friday. If you needed to tell her that I was still here, you could have done that. Just <laughs> you could say, "Last well, one I were hanging out." You know, we usually hang out for a while. Is that why you think she backed out because she knew we left? No, I mean I don't. Yeah, I don't. she acted like she was going to come up here. I thought it was a good plan. Hmm? Well, sorry, man. Usually works. <laughs> All right. Well, she said she'll come by tomorrow. Tomorrow, Friday. It's a little different on a Friday. Spend your Friday oh, night. Whatever. In the studio, you're going to stay at work longer. I mean, I guess you know whatever. Just coming over to his place, meet someone. Yeah, I guess that's fine. If that's what you're going to do. How's your mom? How's your family? Everybody's fine. Everyone's you? good. Are the boys done with school yet? Uh, I think they finished yesterday. Okay, because I was driving to work and yesterday, and it looked like the high school still had cars there, but then the elementary school didn't. And I was like, oh, did they get off at different times? They but then I tried to remember when I was a kid. When did when did we get off school? How close to Christmas did we yeah, go they to school? had a half day yesterday, I think. But they don't get as much time off as we did when we were kids, right? Because that winter break when we were kids, it was... I think a... it just depends on when Christmas falls. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Do they they'll get... go back after New Year. Okay, so they do get all of next yeah. week. Okay, yeah. well, that's good. Maybe we didn't get much more than that then. Maybe well, that's all we got. A couple weeks sometimes. Yeah. yeah, okay. Someone, I swear, someone at some point said that their kids had to go back to school in between Christmas and New Year's. And I was like, Not oh, mine. that sucks. Well, I wouldn't send them if they did. Yeah, that sucks. Just yeah. give them some time off. Yeah, give people time off. You know, it's a good, it's a good thing. It's good for their morale, sure. it's good for their mental health, and not us because we 
when we were home doing nothing, twiddling our thumbs, we tend to get low. We get down on ourselves. Sure, I'd much know, rather be here. Idle hands. Yeah, we'd rather be here because there's so much stuff to talk about. <sighs> I mean, it may be that you turn on the news and they say there's nothing going on except airport travel. And you go, okay, well, I guess everyone from the news is on vacation and even the news is taking a break. But that doesn't mean that there isn't stuff to talk about. I mean, Lazo, some of these headlines. First of all, I saw a headline that said that the Chiefs and the uh, Patriots got caught using underinflated footballs during their game. Mm. I didn't know that, that was I didn't know thing. that either. Yeah, see? Did you guys know that? No. I didn't know it. It's from uh, think they could Sports catch World better. News. Yeah, you, you'd think. Well, they won. I know, but you just think, you know. What do you? Think? It was such a big deal with Brady. Like, he only won because of the deflated footballs. You'd think both of those teams would have scored more. What, what are your thoughts on the, you know, Andy Reid seems to have a tendency, or I guess it's just his style, that... When they get close, you know, they've already got the game, and they get close to the end zone, they could easily score again or probably easily score again. He just takes the knee. You know, he doesn't He doesn't. I do thought that was touchdown. strange because he couldn't run out the clock. Right. Well, that made it even more unique, but, but, I guess. I, guess it, I feel like it was just – after a while, I was like, well, he's going to stick it in here. I, yeah. You know, there's – it wouldn't be rude because you're like, I can't run out the clock, man. So, right. but he just did it, and then Belichick did it. So, but it felt to me like Belichick quit in like the third yes, it quarter. Did. Like he yes, was it like, I'm like, done. Here we go like, again. Whatever. whatever. They're already talking about firing. <laughs> right. We care. gave we gave it our all for that first half, and yep. uh, whatever. So, you know, maybe it was just respect to him. Like well, I'm not going to do this to you. And then you know he came back and just was like, Yeah, we'll run it too. Like just in this game. But but that it, that is why they do it, right? Is out of respect. It's not because they don't want to risk an injury on a play that's not necessary. I, I don't never, think I never so. knew which it was. Is I mean, it if they didn't want to risk an injury, they just pulled a guy. I, I understand, right? But right. yeah, I guess. I mean, you could, you know, if you're putting in a backup to yeah, just put in a backup and whatever, whatever give so. him a shot. Because in my mind, it would help the player, the player who gets the touchdown. It helps their numbers. It helps. I mean, it's one touchdown, but that yeah, it help, helps. You know, when you're suddenly a free agent, you're looking for a team to play for, and they say how many touchdowns. You know, it's like. Well, could have had one more. Could have yeah. had two more. Whatever it is, I mean, it's not, the it's NFL's not different than college, though. There's really no. In college, you wouldn't wouldn't see that. Wouldn't see them doing mercy. You wouldn't see them. No, not really, because you know those style points matter in college. Yeah, they're like, oh man, they put eighty on someone. It matters because it's the you know they're just because well, Florida State would be proof just because you won every game. There's still like a tribunal of people who are like, man, no, we don't think so. Okay. Right? Yeah, gotcha. So, but um, I think in the NFL, just like win by three, win by three, it doesn't matter. Yep, wins a yeah, win. Wins a win. Yeah, so this says that in the Chiefs-Patriots game, the Patriots uh, staff was the one that alerted officials. It says um, uh, officials during halftime, so the, the, it said that the Patriots special teams unit, they alerted officials during halftime uh, about uh, a significant issue, which is that the football seemed underinflated. This incident unfolded during the Patriots' 27-17 loss. It has sparked widespread intrigue and controversy in the sports world. Has it? Because I haven't heard anyone talking about it until now. Investigations revealed that the footballs, ideally maintained between 12.5 and 13.5 pounds per square inch, were found to only be at 11 PSI. Oh, man. I didn't know that this was so a So now we thing. have my... It's I'm just, just curious... I didn't even hear anything about this. But yeah. if this is true and they find out that it was the Chiefs footballs, are Chiefs fans going to call Mahomes a cheater? Right. Like right. they did Brady. Right. It, the answer to that is no. They shouldn't. And they shouldn't have done it before. But it was if you were one thing. of those cheater things, cheater people, and I can go back and 
Look at your Twitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you going to do it now? I, and I don't know. I, like I said, I haven't read the story, so I have no idea. Uh, maybe I'm naive, but I never believed that there was someone in that game taking a pin and wait. A so bit this person says the Chiefs were the ones who complained about the says, balls, but you're saying no, the Patriots. No, it did. says this, this Patriot. This, I mean, I just read it to you here. It says New, New England Patriots special teams unit. Uh, alerted game officials during halftime. Now, this says the discrepancy in the ball's inflation was not isolated to New England's team alone. It also impacted the Chiefs, uh, leading to a chain of unexpected events on the field. It did. Kickers struggled noticeably. Hmm. So I guess, you know, that could have been why the kickers were struggling. Both teams' kickers, Chad Ryland of the Patriots and Harrison Butker of the Chiefs, experienced unusual difficulties. Uh, Ryland's a rookie, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, there's something Hmm. to do with underinflated footballs. Okay. Happened with the Patriots I don't again. Care. I just when it happened the first time, I, I really didn't thought care. you measured it because I know what happens when you put air in your tires and you check the pressure. It was all, all the time. And then when it's cold that night and you come out the next day and it's and the temperature has changed right. drastically. Look at your tires. So I never thought. I never believed that someone was in there taking pins and letting little bits of air. But maybe I am naive, and maybe Brady was doing that, and maybe Brady, you know, ordered it to be done. I just thought it seemed like there was probably some sort of thing where like brady was like hey i like him at 11 and a half or whatever and yeah, somebody was like yeah he likes him at 11 and a half well the rule's 12 and they're like well if we can get it to 11 and a half for him and not get caught why don't we do it again i don't care yeah yeah like i really don't care well so anyway you can blame underinflated footballs for uh butker's perfect season being ruined because he'd, he'd had a perfect record all season long up until he missed that uh, field goal. So, you know, mm. in the history books with little asterisks because it really wasn't his fault. There See what I mean? There's so much to talk about. Yeah, I don't There's care. so much to talk about today. The Church of Lazlo. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yo. Yo. Right. Who Do you think you have an idea of who no. the most... Yeah, I, you, well, I don't. You I don't have any clue. Not a goddamn clue. <laughs> who do you think? I don't. <laughs> I have no idea. Was the most popular group the year you were born? Who's the biggest artist? The most popular, if you had to guess. So, give no me idea. just an example. Snow Cone, yours was uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Really? The year that you were born. Yeah. You were born in six, 69, right? <laughs> oh, funny, funny, funny. Got it. Does it do it by year? Where do you find this? <laughs> Does it by year, yeah. Uh, I, uh, what is the name of this thing? It's Wonderwall. I'm really looking at some websites today, Lazo, trying to find stuff. Wonderwall.com? Yeah, let me make sure. Wonderwall. They have uh, social media, which is where I saw it. Yeah, Wonderwall.com. Just uh, a bunch of clickbaity crap. Um, You you see it there? Prince Hogan Hogan got baptized. We could just do a whole show based off this stuff on here today. Is it it British, maybe? Is there more British news in it? I can't tell. Uh, Hugh Grant. There's Billy Joel with his kids. Yeah, yeah. Looks like full a full-on ham buffet. <laughs> full-on ham buffet. You got, got Lazo uh-huh. back. Uh-huh. There he is. There he is. There's our guy. Lazo, any guesses who yours is? No, I'm looking. Where is it on the site? I don't know. I found it on social media, and I clicked through to it. All right. Well. I'm sure you could just Google it. 
And it would come well, up like with Google, a story. most popular band. It's called uh, t- uh, the most popular group the year you were born. Most popular. Yours was Simon and Garfunkel. Mine? Yep, Simon and Garfunkel. Huh. When did they? I don't know when they broke up. When did Garfunkel leave? Uh, I don't know. But he he continued to tour, right? And he would do yeah. Bridge Over Troubled Water mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. I assume some other songs. Uh, the breakup in 1970. So they didn't have fights about uh, him doing those songs. It, the, Paul Simon wasn't suing him for... Oh, no, I don't think so. Well, I was born stuff. after they no. broke up. The album is named. Yeah, it says that they... It says most popular after their breakup, here, I guess? It says here that they were the most popular. Hmm. Um well, actually, hold on. Maybe it's Sly and the Family Stone. I don't know. Are you looking at the website? Well, I think I I've looked it up before. I, I might not know exactly what year you're. It might born, be Sly so and the Family Stone. It could be Sly and the Family Stone. I may be off by a year. Uh, I don't know so, where you find this. Wonderwall, man. I know. I went to it. Most the most popular band the year you were born. I mean, when? What do you think the average year is? Uh, people listening to this show were, were born. Probably nineteen. I don't know. Ask Twitch what year. 49, something like ask that. Ask Twitch oh, what year they were born. Yeah. What year were you guys born? Uh, Grand Funk Railroad was the most popular group of 74. Now, that's something. I mean, I guess it makes sense, the 70s. But you just think in the 70s, every year would be dominated by some classic rock band, like 1975's The Eagles. That makes more sense to me. Wings, Snow Cone. 1976. Ooh, nice. You like some wings, I do right? like wings. Me too. Fleetwood Mac, 77. That our makes listeners sense. are kind of, our Twitch viewers are all over the place from 79 to 2003. All right, well, 79, the Doobie Brothers. Mm-hmm. Ever heard of them? Uh, the Bee Gees were 78, by the way, which I guess the disco thing does make sense. But uh, now we get into the 80s. This is weird. 1980, Pink Floyd. If I said that Pink Floyd was the most popular artist of one year. Yeah. Well, I guess the wall was huge, yeah, right? That, the wall and was that massive. song. Yeah, I forget. Yeah. Okay, but I would have guessed seventies, but nineteen eighty, nineteen eighty one, Ario's Speedwagon. Ooh, now, Ar- is that you? <clears throat> no, that's a year before me. Mine is Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Okay, so I have a different mine's Business Insider, and it says yours is the Go Go's. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, this one says Ario Speedwagon eighty one, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts eighty two. They have eighty one uh, Ario Speedwagon. But 82, the Go-Go's. Interesting. Hmm. When were you born, Sogo? 88. Oh, we got to skip forward. 84, Prince. 85, Dire Straits. Van Halen, 86. Guns N' Roses, 87. I would have guessed 88 Oh, yours was U2. That's not bad. That was U2? Yeah. Yeah. 1988, that's the year the Joshua Tree came out. Whoa, look at 89. I don't know if yours says the same. New Kids on the Block. Oh, mine says Fine Young Cannibals. Maybe this is a British website. Hmm. I bet that Wonderwall thing is British, and that's where we're getting these slightly different results. Because Fine Young Cannibals being the most popular group of a year, I never would have guessed, but good for them. You like Fine Young Cannibals? Of course I do. Yeah. I mean, one of those those pops up on uh, Shuffle there. What did they say? Somebody said 1979? Uh, yeah, I did 79 from my side. I don't know what your list says. Mine was uh, Doobie Brothers, and then 80 was Pink Floyd. What's yours for 79? Mm. Uh, I guess people... Pink Floyd for 79. Got a lot of people born in the 90s. So 19... And The Clash was 1980. 1990, The Black Crows. Uh I don't know if you saw the, have ever See, seen this video. According to this list, I'll tell you what mine is. Yeah. For 1990? Know what my birthday is. Oh. I think we've seen maybe Sly and the Family Stone was right. Maybe that's what it was when we looked this up before. I don't know. It's like those birthday cards that they used to sell at Cracker Barrel that had all the facts about 
the year you were born. Hmm. You know the ones oh, I'm talking about. Right. I'll tell you yeah. the most popular artist, the biggest song, all these different things. I guess it was uh, that the day that you were. I know born, they do that for babies a lot. Days. There's like books or pages you can get to fill out. All the you know, Zeppelin. Days. Okay. Zeppelin. 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 That makes That's more cool. sense. That makes more sense to me. Um, have you guys seen the video? Uh, MTV went out and filmed in front of a Tower Records in like 1994, and they asked people what. You know what they were buying? Oh, what'd you purchase? What'd you that? And okay. of course, people think that they're giving stuff away, but they're not. They're just asking people, "What'd you buy?" And I don't remember any of that ever airing back in the '90s. Maybe it did, but it's gone viral now. These clips. Okay. Uh, I've seen them on you know uh, Reddit. I've seen them on Twitter. I've seen them shared on Instagram. And there's quite a few of them. But it's it is interesting to listen to these people. First of all, we all know the '90s was a good decade for music, but you listen to them talk about what they're into, and a lot of it is what you'd expect. And they're talking about, you know, I got this Nirvana album. Mm-hmm. I got the, the new Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. So they're talking about grunge and stuff. But then the goddamn Black Crows come up a mm, lot really? with these same people, really? which I'm surprised by. Yeah, I'm like, man, that, there was like three different groups of people that, that mentioned the Black Crows after mentioning a lot of good alternative music. Like, I, you know, I Black heard the Crows new suck. Black Crows is great. I want to get that. And I'm like... Really? I thought that was like a separate kind of fan yeah, base. I thought it was too. You know what I mean? And there's another artist I feel like in there. that's like the classic rock holdovers that are right. still trying to keep it going. Right. You know? And, and it is crazy, too, to see some, there's a couple young groups of, of girls that are talking about rock that's popular. Again, mm-hmm. stuff that you would expect, some hip-hop. But then they, they mentioned Madonna, the new Madonna album. Mm-hmm. So Madonna must have put out a new album, and at that point it was still, yeah. I guess... You know, people. I, cool. I guess the same people who liked that other stuff yeah, could also like Madonna. A Nirvana record, and then also a Madonna record. You know, right? That That's what weird. I would have thought. But it was mm. there was a couple of groups. Maybe not in '94. Maybe that Madonna's Nirvana still thing. cool. I, that because Nirvana's that so just, big. Yeah, they were everywhere. Just everyone had it. Everywhere yeah. they were playing Nirvana on top 40 stages. I guarantee you, it was huge. '93-three mm. played Nirvana. There's I mean, no doubt about huge, it. Huge, wow. huge, There's huge. no okay. doubt about it. Before it was so segmented. Yeah. But you, but the thing is, you well, do I think hear it was segmented. I artists. just think that became so big mm. that I mean, you know, people who like top forty were wearing flannel. There was you couldn't get away from it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just weird because they'll they'll talk about like I said, artists that I remember good, going good, 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 and then something like that. Ben Folds, five. Yeah, with like twelve people in the bar. Wow. With my girlfriend at the time. And I remember, I, you know, you didn't really realize the singles came out, but you didn't realize that everybody was kind of dressing the same with the uh, flannel tied around your waist and a T-shirt and jeans and Doc Martens. I remember I walked in and we were standing there and everybody in there was dressed like that. And I remember she just looked at me and goes, you can't dress like that anymore. Everyone in 12, there's 12 people in here and they're all dressed like that. I'm like, oh, I... You're right. It is like everybody's dressed like that. Mm. Yeah, and that was even at a Ben Folds show. But I mean, right. nobody knew right. who Ben Folds was at the time. I get, there was, there was no there. songs out yet. I saw Ben Folds five. Um, I've always wanted they, to. They, I've they, seen they, Ben Folds, but never they ben played Folds 5. Underground on the Laser, and I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I think I bought. I had bought the album by that point. But yeah, he was uh, he was good as you'd expect, and it was. Kind of cooler than I thought because he like came out with the beer in his hand and he seemed kind of I don't want to say drunk but just kind of like he stood on the uh, on the amplifiers and dove off of it onto mm-hmm. the piano yeah. and did Rage Against the Machine like oh, yeah it was cool right. you were like oh man yeah. this is but you know I think that Underground had just come out like no it wasn't nobody was playing it yet uh, for people born in the nineties at least on my list ninety one is REM which was another artist that came up in that MTV clip I saw people talking about REM mm-hmm. a, a few times REM ninety one Nirvana ninety two. 
So I would have guessed Nirvana 91, but it's, they say 92. 93, though. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. And, it, I mean, I, I never would have guessed. To, I wouldn't have remembered. But once you say it, I'm like, yeah, I guess so. Aerosmith. Oh, they yeah. dominated MTV. Oh, that's yeah. right. I mean, they were constantly on MTV. Then they've got Green Day for 94. No Doubt for 95. Nice. My brother bought the No Doubt album. Is that album. Tragic Kingdom? Yeah. 95? Yeah, that yeah, would have had to have been. Uh, Pearl Jam, 96. Kind of crazy that there's like that gap there, but Pearl Jam, 96. Radiohead, 97. Mm-hmm. Smashing Pumpkins, 98. 99, The Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. 2000, Santana. Oh, was that all because of that Rob that Thomas song? Was huge. Well, he had like three masses. Yeah, that's that true. That's massive. true from that from that album that he yeah, put out. Okay, collaborative. They were all collaborations, Those were right? Huge. Uh, Two thousand one, Lincoln Park, and this was that. I mean, I can just remember it. You know, you, you're watching the progression here, or if you want to call it that, of how you know music changing. And I remember the people that I was around who either listened to this stuff or didn't. Like, I remember the first time I was in somebody's car and heard Linkin Park. Oh, yeah. It was in a girl's mm-hmm. car, and she was playing Linkin Park, and I was like, what is this? And she's like, it's Linkin Park. And I was like, it's awful. And she's like, it's <laughs> awesome. And I was like, God, it's terrible. I got a, uh, a cassette of, like, it was free. I remember driving up and buying cigarettes, and there was a Linkin Park cassette free at the gas station. I'd never seen it before or since. Had a little paper cover. Like the mm-hmm. label did that for him? Or? I guess, and it was free, and there was just a stack of them like this, and it said Linkin Park, and it had like two songs on one side and two on the other. Hmm. And I remember taking it and being like, well, I'll listen to it, but just because that's who I sure, am. it's free. It's free. I'm driving around. I'll just put it in. Yeah. I remember it, and it well, had that. I forget what song it is now. I wouldn't know. It was Men their first winter. one. Their uh, first, yeah. Their first one was uh, what was that called? Why have I been no. uh, one step closer? One yeah. step. Closer. I'm about to break. Yeah, that's right. That was it. Because I'm one step closer to the well, edge, yeah. and I'm about to break. Yeah, what, that what, was it. Watching that MTV thing and seeing people outside of a Tower Records, you start, of course, reminiscing partially about the record industry and how different it was and how valuable those CDs were because that's how you, you know, sure. you, you owned your music. And how there is something, it's not just nostalgic, but I do think there was something to it. I'm not saying I would trade it, but that there was something to it. And it, if you didn't live through that, like, just to give you an example, not only were people going out and paying 15, 20 bucks per album, but they would sell singles. So if the album wasn't out yet, you could buy a cassette single or a CD single for about 5 or $6 oh, at yeah. the record store. Now, I never purchased these, but someone right. was buying them because they had a whole section of just singles, and they usually had... Two songs, one yeah. on one side, one on the A like and B side, and they tape would, EPs. Yeah, and you know that's what they were. They're like four songs. songs, you know. Yeah, a lot of them had an A like side EPs, and a B side, but you didn't think it. was weird to buy an EP as an album, but you thought you know as a tape. I don't know. I, I thought the ones that were just that A and B side, the fact that someone was paying five bucks, or they they were that eager. But if they just want the one song, then you know maybe it's worth it. Like, look, I'm, I'm not going to listen to the rest of that album when it does come out. I won a single at a carnival. I told you this, it was Tears for Fears, at an mm. A-side and a B-side. And what was funny, too, is that by that point, the album was been on out it. for years. Um, Everybody Wants to Rule the World? No, no, no. This is later. Um, Sowing the Seeds of Love? That, uh, that I think that might have been the uh, single. And what was on the other? I could, man, if I think about it, I can remember what the B-side was, too. Sowing the Seeds of Love was the That's single. That's a great song. And, God, what was on the other side? I'll think about it. But Linkin Park was 2001. Uh, 2002, Nickelback. I thought that would have been a little bit later. To, yeah, I mean, maybe not. I don't know. I don't. I know that they were big, but I, I would have guessed Nickelback 2004, something like that, 2005. Uh, 2003, Coldplay. 
Okay. 2004, Maroon 5. All right. 2005, Fallout Boy. 2006, My Chemical Romance. All right. 2007, Daughtry. Uh. I mean, is that a country artist, right? No, he's an American Idol rock yeah, guy. Yeah, he's from here, too, right? He's from like. No, that was the other guy. I don't think that's someone else. Oh. Who was the other guy that was from here? American like Jeremy's Idol. like friends with him. Yeah, not Chris Daughtry, though. American oh, okay. Idol Season 5 finalist Chris yeah, Daughtry. Yeah, he was like a rock guy. Okay. Yeah, he's American Idol. Did he have real long hair in the No, I think he might have been bald. Okay. Well, they're showing but I forget the guy, guy that was from here. Yeah, uh, I do I do too. As soon as you say his name, though. I keep wanting to call him Rob. Ken Jennings, but I know David Cook. A, David, David Cook. Cook. Ken him. Jennings, that's same. Him. Stupid no name. D- didn't they put up a sign in Blue Springs that said, like, home of David Cook? Like an actual road sign? Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. Uh, Jonas Brothers, 2008. All right. Kings of Leon, 2009. That's a good one. We got anyone born past then? 2010 is the last year I Chacho. got here. Lady Antebellum, 2010. What's 2011? It doesn't go. Mine doesn't mm. go that far. Sorry. Let me see if they have Stop, 2011. Stops here. in 2010. Now, Lady Antebellum. Lady Antebellum. Oh, look. Mine goes to 2011. It goes past that. Chacho's is Arcade Fire. That must be the okay. year they won the Grammy. Nice. That's pretty And everybody good. was like. Not too shabby. But Giro's is Daughtry. Daughtry, you know, no, not great. I, I'm not familiar with Daughtry, so maybe it's maybe it's good. I'll have to go back and, right. and listen a little bit. Who did bit. you get? The Go Go's? The Go Go's on my list. You said, yeah, yours was Go Go's. That's mine, a good one. Go Go's is a great one. And mm-hmm. what did mine say? Um, I don't remember. It wasn't as cool as the Go Go's, but it wasn't terrible. Oh, Joan Jett. Oh, yeah. yeah and Joan mine Jett. was either Zeppelin Sly. or Sly and the Family yeah, Stone. Not bad. And Snow Cones was U2. Nina. Oh, you oh, too. That's right. You too. Not bad. The Church of Last Yo. Yo. Well, well, what? What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about, Kansas City? What do you want to talk about? I do have a little sports thing here. Lazo's uh, usually good at this stuff, but uh, no, eh. Oh, forget it. Get out of get out of my life, sports thing. <laughs> I don't need you. Uh uh-uh. uh I mean, it was kind of a unique one, but it, it doesn't matter. Just get rid of it. Boom. When's the last time you uh, had your girlfriend put on pantyhose? Yesterday. Nice. What color? Nice. Uh, graffito. What's that? Gray. Gray. Yeah. With, uh, like, jean shorts or something? Uh, no. Um, um, a dress. She put on a dress. Hmm. But the time before you guys didn't leave jean, the house, though, right? The time before was jean shorts, so that's a good guess. No. No. I mean, I left the house to come to work, and then I went home, yeah. But no. Well, I mean, she, you, she didn't leave the house. You no, just, no. just put on a dress in these pantyhose. And she's like, are we going out? And you're like, no. Oh, right, right, right. Once she got dressed, yeah, she didn't get dressed up until we were both back to the house and staying at the house for the <laughs> right. rest of the night. Yes, yeah, yeah. Why? Nice. I get what you're saying. The idea of, like, dressing up. Some people put on dresses and go places. Right, yeah. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we've, we've done that. We've done that before. Or like, yeah. she'll, she'll uh, get, you know, put on a dress or something and we'll go somewhere. Where? Or, uh, you know, dinner, a movie, something like that. We we'll do it at the movies sometimes, you know, or at least we have in the past. I shouldn't say sometimes like it's a lot, but it has happened, you know. It just makes it, it's distracting to me. So right, and I'm like, you know, it was two hours. I have no idea what happened. I'm totally distracted. So yeah, but uh, mm. yeah, how was that? I always feel you know a little. Uh, I don't know, a little bit like guilty. It's not. It's not guilty. It's like. I feel like I owe her, and I don't know exactly you know how to what? repay her. For, just, for wearing a pantyhose? Gratitude. So, something for the trouble that well, she goes through. I'll be honest with him. you. Money. If you want my third-party perspective. It seems to me like your girlfriend enjoys it. She like, said she, she likes it. 
you know, and yeah. she does it. I always felt like if I saw your wife, and I would see her sometimes, and she'd have like jeans on, and then I would see it, she had pantyhose on underneath it. Mm-hmm. I, I always felt bad for her. I was like, she. Oh, I don't, so like my ex didn't enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, not nearly as much. Like I was like, oh no, what did he make you do, poor gal? Why did he make you do this? But I never feel that way with your girlfriend. I feel yeah. like she's kind of into it. Yeah, I mean, she's or at least she has a better way of uh, you know acting like she's into it. She, yeah. Where with your wife, whenever I saw her in pantyhose, I thought, boy. This is not. She would much rather be in shorts and flip flops. It's and he he's not allowing yeah, that. I think you're probably right. I mean, she's I, not allowing that. I, I I allow myself to believe that she likes it. She says she does. She she always says she does. Well, I and think she, you're, she does you know, it without asking. Oftentimes, right? And, I think she likes it, so, so I don't ever feel weird or bad. But it's still. But just, with your wife, I felt like, oh no. I remember when we lived together. I think, and or right after, and you moved in with her, and then you guys came over, and she had jeans on. And she took off her shoes, and she had—you could tell she had nylons on. And I thought, "Oh boy, wow, he's really—he's really do." I, I remember feeling bad. It was around Christmas time. Some memory, <laughs> yeah. I just remember thinking, like, "Oh no, why? What's he doing to you?" Yeah, he's such an innocent, nice girl. <laughs> yeah, may- maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I still feel like the scales are not balanced. She's the one who has to go to all this work. I've asked her, like, "Is there something that I can?" Can I put something on? You know, like she says, she likes oh, basketball God. shorts, right? Oh well, that's easy. I'm like, okay, well, I can put on basketball shorts. I'm like, you know, if I, if if there's something that I'm doing wrong, you know, please let me know. If you want me to wear a different shirt, if you if if I forgot to take my socks off and that bothers you, something, you know, I just I feel like she she know, keeps giving and giving, she, giving. She gives, and I don't have much to give, so I I try and offer her well, money. She likes your stability. She says. She, that she, I shouldn't, right. You keep coming home. She says I shouldn't be offering her money, so I'm like, okay. Why not? I don't know. I, it, I, I guess because we're in a relationship. But she never says that to I me. Still, right. I mean, that I think is probably Fair? what she's saying. Yeah, like right. we're in a relationship. I'll, you don't I'll take me. money from Laszlo? I'll take money from other people, yeah, but I'm, <laughs> right. I, I'm not going to take money I from get, you. It makes it weird. I guess. Because so. it's never weird with me. I'm like, I'll just Venmo you. Yeah, but I guess in a relationship, depending on your relationship, maybe that's, it's weirder. I don't know. So, but yeah, last night just so happens. Good last night. Gray, and, gray pantyhose and what color dress? Black. Mm. Black, uh, black And then dress. high heels, boots? Uh, brand new shoes I stopped and got uh, on the way home yesterday. Oh, where'd you get them? Um, oh boy, I'm in that place a lot. I'd, I would hate for them to, I already feel like they're looking at me in there. Huh. But it's a shoe store, you know. What do I want? A big shoe. Just one like of those Payless? big shoe stores. Shoe no, carnival? No, 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 something like that. Something like that. Well, what is it? Just tell me. It's like one of those big shoe stores. Well, why can't you tell me? Like, what's the big deal? I don't know. I just don't need, I, you know. You don't need one. I already feel kind of weird going why? there. Well, they know what you're doing if you're buying black high heels. Well, I always have to tell them that the they dog. They think you're wearing them or you're giving them to somebody. I always tell them that the dog chewed up my wife's other pair and she sent me She sent me to get a replacement <laughs> Why would you pair? say anything? Because <laughs> I'm them. in there a lot buying women's <laughs> shoes on my own. That's why. It's, it's weird. Well, I don't it's think anybody's judging you. So what place is it? Off-Broadway shoes. Oh, nice. I was going to say that one. Yeah, there's not that many nice. to choose from. I don't well, I don't know. I've never been to Off-Broadway shoes. So well, anyway, that's where I went. So, yeah, new shoes. And uh, there you go. I think that just about covers it. Now you know. Mm-hmm. I did also. Uh, Good for you. I, I've been taking fake Viagra. The Blue Chew or well, something? Or something, a truck stop? Find that truck mo- stop boner kind, kind, of, kind of a truck stop thing. Somebody told me, uh, man, you know, 
you should really try this. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. You know, what I should do is if I need something, I'll just ask my doctor to give me Viagra. But, you know, I get lazy. I forget. You're only thinking about sex when you're thinking about sex, like right before sex. And then afterwards, you're not thinking like, I should call the doctor and get a prescription for Viagra or, you know, you just, it's, you don't plan ahead like that. It's, it's an in the moment thing. I, sometimes I, I yeah, definitely wish I'd, I, there are definitely times, especially in the winter time when I think, man, I, I feel like if I had a Viagra, I'd have a lot more confidence right now. But somebody told me to buy this stuff. And mm-hmm. then when I went to buy it, the person said, I said, do you sell this? And the person said, because they have like probably 20 different things that are like it. And the person said, we sell a ton of it, like a hundred times more of this than anything else. Really? I was like, really? It work? It's 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 all packaging. You open this thing up. You buy it's one capsule, and you open this thing up, mm-hmm. and you pop it out of the little sieve, and then it's a normal capsule, right? Mm-hmm. But each capsule, when you buy it, is in a little um, plastic case that you unscrew, a clear plastic case. It looks like something from a, a movie, like it's got you know uranium in it or something. And you unscrew this thing and and pop it apart, and then boom, there's your one pill. It's fifteen bucks a pill. Mm. But I, I, work? I used it once, and I felt like it really worked, and it's probably placebo. But then I'm like, well, even if it is placebo, it worked, then, yeah. then, I mean, then, then now I need to cares. start getting it. Well, you, so, can't, you can't get a boner regularly? No, like I can, but I, I, I have confidence issues. Those SSRIs, man. I have confidence issues, you know? I, I, I don't know. And it's just, yeah. So the, it, whatever, I'm sure it was placebo, or maybe I was just really horny mm. that day anyway, but... Uh, it worked the first time, so now I'm just like, well, I guess this, uh, this is part of my routine now. I just buy this stuff. So I'm, I'm you just, just take it at night when you're going buying it. Well, I take it be- before I have sex. I don't take it every night. No, just in case. You take it just in <laughs> no, case. No, it's not like a daily supplement. No, you mm. just take it right before you're going to have sex. It says on the back. Does she know, or do you just go in the bathroom I finally ten? told her because the packaging, I was like, eventually some of this packaging mm-hmm. is going to get left laying around here, and she's going to ask what it was for. Mm-hmm. So I just told her. I didn't know if she would be offended by that at all or not, but she wasn't at all, so it was fine. Cool. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, okay, well, now that you're not offended, can I show you this? Look how cool the packaging mm-hmm. is. Isn't this awesome? She's mm-hmm. like, that's really cool. Yeah. So anyway, I, they don't uh, you know, advertise or anything like that, and I have no idea what's in this stuff, so I'm not going to say the name of it, but... It works. It works Why would you me. say the name of it? Because I don't want to give them free publicity, especially if it's not healthy. Maybe it's bad for people. I don't know. I, I don't know what's in it. I'm not reading. Well, you know. you're not saying. You're not you know, testifying to its amazing abilities. I, well, I sort of did, though. I said that I, that it, I, I thought it worked so well that I yeah, keep buying it now. disclaimers. So I just, yeah, the disclaimer is what? That I'm not a doctor? Yeah. Sh- shouldn't. Yeah, well, don't, don't take medical advice from Slim. I, I, it's, I'll tell you what. It's got a picture of a rhinoceros on it. There no, it, stop okay. it. That's the logo. You're getting that like, one? Yeah. Why? Is that bad? No, I just feel like those are like the gas station boner pills. I told you it was a gas station boner pill. That's What did you think it was? If I'm not getting it from the doctor, what else I is there? I don't know. I guess I thought it was something. Yeah. Like, like Blue Chew or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah they didn't sell Blue Chew. Not so. like the picture of the rhino on the... the they, don't, they didn't sell Blue Chew or I would have bought it. Oh, my God. Well... Excuse me. I just explained that you know, in the moment, you're not uh, the whole re- time. I was like, well, it can't be the rhino in one. a position to wait for uh, you know something to be delivered. It's like you're horny now. Someone told me to try this thing, and I found a place, I and they sell it. Those. They said they they said they sell a ton of them. Wow, ton of them. Probably so. gag gifts or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe snow cone. I don't know, but I've got a little stash at my house now, and I feel just like I do the Plan B. <laughs> I put it right next to the stash of Plan B, <laughs> and I feel pretty good about it. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with Slim Fast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Whoopies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. We're doing the news. 
Uh, Snowcone is our TikTok correspondent. Uh-huh. He made me aware of the fact that the hashtag sleep divorce was trending had million, over yep. a million, millions. Yep. Sleep divorce. Sleep divorce. Can I, can't, I get some whiskey? I can't believe that. I'm going to not listen to this. I'd like to do it. I put him down there. With a little night. bit of a buzz. Yeah. If, uh, Union oh, horse from Poncho. I see. Oh, I see Crown Royal. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's crown, too. There you go. Do the crown, just because I'm going to take the union hose home. Me and my uncle are going to kill that off. Uh, here, I'll put this back here so no one... Gets... And a shot glass. I don't see the shot. The shot glass should be... They're, over, uh, right they're by the TV, Swim. There's one right here. No, get the... Pancho brought the uh, disposal ones by the TV. Oh. Well, I bought you one in Alabama. Now you don't want to use it? It says Alabama on it. Anything dirty in it, it's going to be killed by that liquor. No, you're right. Make a good point. And Snowcone, can you give me a Red Bull? Sure. Thanks. You know, if I'm going to be here, I'm not even supposed to be here today. Okay. So. And so, that doesn't mean I like the crown better. I clearly. You said you're saving the. I'm noise. saving that. Me and my uncle can drink a little bit of that. You know, a little bonding time. So, sleep divorce. This is a thing that started trending on TikTok, and now Cameron Diaz got involved, and I guess that's why it's in the news, because Cameron, Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz, the actress. I get her confused with Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow does the... Weirder. The goop. Okay, goop right, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, well, maybe Cameron Diaz got involved, Cameron because I'm Diaz. supposed to eat something particular. Cameron Diaz, Charlie's Angels, The Mask. Um, I thought she retired from acting for a while. Didn't she date Justin Timberlake for a long time, too? Or Probably. Uh, maybe not. Maybe, he was good in that movie, maybe, wasn't maybe he? Maybe there's some bad teacher together. Reptile? Yeah, I thought he was good. Yeah. He's a good actor. He's pretty good. Uh, so she he says... He is, like, surprisingly. You're like, oh, man, that's Justin Timberlake, yeah. and you almost forget. Yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, that he sings crappy pop music. So there's all this talk on TikTok about sleep divorce, and then Cameron Diaz comes out publicly and says she wants to normalize sleep divorce. I didn't know that this was something we needed to normalize. I thought sleep divorce was already perfectly normal. I know lots of married couples who sleep in different beds. I, I know lots. We've talked about it in years past about sleeping in, in, in different beds, and it's perfectly normal. I just, I'm shocked that this has become this big debate. Now, maybe it's because it's mostly young people debating it, and they have this idea that once you get married, you're going to share a bed and you're going to cuddle all the time. I don't know. But sleep divorce is normal. People will sleep in different beds. Bathroom divorce, sleep divorce, it's I think already normalized, but maybe not. It's called sleep divorce. Thanks, the man. idea that couples can sleep not only in separate beds, but separate bedrooms. While it's not for everyone, the hashtag has more than a million views on TikTok. Even Cameron Diaz is now giving it her endorsement. We should normalize like separate bedrooms. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's already normalized. Lots of people do it. Did your mom and dad have bedroom divorce or sleep divorce? Well, no, but they hit. My dad hit it. What do you mean he hit it? Well, no, they slept in the same room together, but my dad would stay up super late and watch TV and fall asleep on the couch. It's the same oh, thing. Oh, oh. People are like, oh, we sleep in the same room together, but does a guy fall asleep on the couch 90% of the time watching TV? Then you're, then he's just kind of handled it without right. ever having to say, hey, I'd like to sleep in my own room. Yeah. He just falls asleep on the couch. Same with women. They do the same thing. Yeah. My parents had bedroom divorce. Not not always. When I was really little they had the they shared a bedroom. But once one of my brothers moved out and there was an extra bedroom, uh my dad set up shop in his old room and they had separate beds and so I didn't think like, Oh my god, my parents must be close to a divorce if they've you know, switched bedrooms. I thought my dad snores. 
I think they go to bed at different times. I mean, my dad snored loud. Like, I could hear it in the next bedroom at night. So, you know, I'm sure for my mom laying next to him, it would have been seriously annoying. So I didn't think there was anything weird about it. And I've known lots of even young married couples who sleep in different bedrooms. Not only am I a proponent of bedroom divorce, I'm a proponent of divorce, divorce, and separate (laughs) housing. I know you are. (laughs) Yeah, I I think this is... Take it a step further, Cameron. Yeah, like, what are we doing? Yeah, you're way behind, Cameron. Oh, she did it, didn't she? Did she divorce Who is she married to? I think she's divorced, right? Uh... Someone She's married, married to Benji. The, She's married to Benji. I didn't yeah, know they divorced, though. I don't know what they did. Maybe they did. But, but I know but, in that same clip, yeah, she was saying that there would be separate houses if they could. Oh, she did? Yeah. No, I didn't hear the whole clip. I only heard what the news played for me, Snowcone. Now, why you got to call me out like that? Sorry, man. I didn't listen. Sorry, I don't listen to the Cameron Diaz podcast. The Cameron Diaz and Benji podcast Never or whatever it. it was. Yeah. But, you know, where well, were you two minutes ago? She was only married to... Benji Madden. I mean, I'm still shocked. Well, at did that. she date Justin Timberlake, or am I dreaming? I that? think she did. Okay, that's what I was thinking. I they, think so. they dated a long time ago. And that guy from Good Charlotte, just like you parlayed that crappy band. Mm-hmm. And I know people love them, whatever. Not, no, they're they not crap. They do. People still love them, and they're not Nostalgia, crappy in the maybe. sense like you know they're the worst band ever. They clearly wrote hits, so that's mm-hmm. fine. But like you weren't popular all that long, and then. You were really popular to like twelve year olds, and like you just parlayed that yeah, I loved into really uh, yeah. uh, a marriage went, the first, uh, with Cameron Diaz. Night like Buzz stole Christmas. With yeah, him. I remember that. Crazy. Yeah, and uh, you know what I mean. Like man, yeah, you Landed really. Cameron Diaz. Yeah, he hasn't done anything else. Right? I mean, I know he did that solo thing. He put out that one song that yeah, wasn't the terrible. Yeah, yeah, that was the Madden Brothers. That one song was okay. Uh huh. Yeah, it was, it was sort, of, good. sort of interesting. It wasn't bad. And then the other one, he married Nicole Richie. Like. Oh, that's right. And you guys made that. I mean, what, man? Is really? there ba- what's I'm not background? saying it's wrong. I'm just saying they really took advantage of the moment. They did. They got They were giant it. for like three years, and then people were like, oh, I, I never listened to that. And they just turned it into Cameron Diaz and Nicole Richie. Like, and he and Cameron Diaz didn't start dating until way later, yeah. right? I mean, he hadn't been popular for a long time by the time the two of them got the same together. Same with Joey. He didn't start. He married her in 2010. Yeah. So their 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 fifteen minutes was long gone by then. But what I just guess I assume Good people like that, especially once they marry Cameron Diaz and Nicole Richie, that they must have celebrity background, that they're from a famous family or something. Yeah, right. I don't know, but I don't know anything about them, so maybe they're not. Maybe they're just guys that wrote a couple of hits and made the most of it, like Laszlo Cast said. In, yeah, yeah. Uh, most people are not working by now. Um, I mean, look, if you're listening, you're working. Not saying that your job sucks. We're working, okay? Mm-hmm. Plenty of people are at work. I understand that. But there are a lot of people who are traveling, and if they are traveling for the holidays, it's already started because the airports are completely jammed. This morning, the record-breaking holiday travel rush soaring to new heights as the FAA's busiest day in the skies gets underway. Nearly 49,000 planes expected in the air today as passengers make a mad dash home for Christmas. It's like earning cat. Airports packed from Chicago to Seattle to Charlotte. This is ridiculous. Hard to get here. I, I I guess that makes sense. Would you have known that today would be the the day that the most airplanes were in the sky? No. I would have thought. I guess. I mean, it's Thursday. I would have guessed either tomorrow or Saturday. Either one. But I would think that a lot of people do have to work, so maybe they don't leave until Saturday. Christmas is on Monday, but they said today, uh, which is the twenty first, and if, it is Thursday, right? It's not Friday. Yeah, it's only Thursday. So um, anyway, somehow today's the busiest day, the most airplanes in the sky. Everyone's leaving today. Um, have you guys seen the story about this nope. uh, kid in Houston who's been suspended? We've seen stories like this before. It's mm. always annoying. Uh, it's outside Houston, but close to Houston. He's been suspended for his his hair. He's a black kid. He, he's, he's got his, Every time I've seen his hair, it's kind of, um, 
I think you consider it braids. I don't know, but it's it's like tied up. And uh, they say that at the school there's a dress code and the hair can't come past. I don't know what it is, your eyebrows or something like that. And if his hair is, you know, not tied up in braids, then it does. So it violates the dress code. And Lazo uh, and I have both pointed out in the past that the matrix is broken. I mean, you listen to the name of the school mm-hmm. that this story originates from. It's very stressful. I'm trying to maintain being a student while also having to deal with this. The 18-year-old has now been suspended twice over his hairstyle at Barbers Hill High School, most recently in early Come December. On, the first time was back in August, when school officials said George's braided locks fell below his eyebrows and earlobes, which violated the school district's dress code for boys. George was put in a disciplinary off-campus education program, and when he returned to school with his style intact, he was suspended again. The family filing a federal civil rights lawsuit against Texas Governor Greg Abbott and the state's attorney general in September. I mean, I heard him saying, what does my hair have to do with my education? It has I have no nothing idea. to do with it. And it's not like he, I mean... It's so dumb. It's so dumb. And the school is so called dumb. Barber's Hill? That's the name of the school? You know, I remember uh, we sent... Well, both my oldest and my youngest, but my oldest to Montessori. Mm-hmm. And in that Montessori, you know, next to it was a Catholic school. Mm-hmm. It was right up the street here. Okay. And me and my wife at the time debated, do we want to send him to school? He, he has friends here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or do we want to send him to public school? What do we want to do? No, I didn't know. So we went and took a tour with him, right? And you know, you know, had long hair. Yes. And we were walking through, and the principal was this kind of crotchety woman. And she's showing us everything, and she's, you know, now the dress code is a collared shirt, which I knew, right? Mm-hmm. It's in pants, and, you know, you're going to have to get your hair cut. And, you know, no hair below the ears or something. And his was you pretty know, long. Really long. And he said, and I remember him, I mean, he was, he was going into kindergarten. And he looked at her and he said, so I can't have long hair and go to school here. And she's like, no. We have a dress code. Everybody has to have short hair. And he turned around and pointed to a picture of Jesus, and honest to God, at kindergarten, and said, so he couldn't go to school here? Wow. That's like something out of a movie. Right. And I remember thinking, like, you're right, man. No. You know what? We're it not going to no go sense. here. Makes no We're not sense. We're not going to go here. And he was, I don't think he even realized, maybe, I don't even know that he realized that was Jesus. Yeah. He hadn't really been to church right. or anything, but just right. like, hey, this guy that, that you got guy? on the wall all the time? Why is basically like in his in his head was like he, you, he's in pictures right, here right, and I was like yeah you're right Jesus can't go to school here yeah why are we doing this yeah you and know was we'll just leave just yeah forget about it after I that. was always I, you know me man I'm a I am a uh, a proponent of the public school system I, uh, and I know it's not always great and I know I'd never tell you how to raise your kid right so if you think they you know a better education and you're willing, then I get it. I just am kind of a proponent. Like, if it's a bad school and it's in your neighborhood, I don't know how we work together to make it better. Yeah. You know, like, let's be I also completely understand you're like, yeah, I'd like to make it better. But unfortunately, my kids got to go to school now, and that ain't ain't opening overnight. I happen to live in a neighborhood where the schools are pretty good. Yeah. You know, are they as good as, you know, some of the Rockhurst or wherever Nick went? No, Mm -hmm. probably not. But they're good enough. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I've always been a proponent of expression at school, although I did have a friend who's a teacher, and he explained to me why uniforms can be a good thing, because I was always against it, and I thought, especially at a public school, and once he explained it to me, I was like, oh, because he taught at a school, a public school, where they had to wear uniforms, and he said, look, the kids are so poor in my district, he said, these kids will come to school, 
you know, with shoes with holes, whatever it is, and they get made fun of constantly. They have to wear the same thing every day because they don't have other clothes, so they're getting bullied for that. It's like a uniform removes that one thing. So because all these kids, because it's such a poor district and it's such a battle all the time with the clothing, the uniform removes that. And so those kids suddenly have one less thing to worry about because they all wear the same shirt, the same khakis every day, and they don't have to deal with it anymore. I was like, okay, I never thought of it that, you know. I understand the argument, but are we preparing them for the real world? Because that's what happens in the real world. So what are we doing, really? Right, but you're also talking about how can we fix the school, and they're trying to do it one step at a time, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. I'm not a teacher. Maybe it's just because I was in the military, and I was in the Navy, and I know what uniforms do. They break you and make everybody the same. That's what they do. There's There's no other reason for it. If uniforms, if they didn't give you uniforms in boot camp and shape, why do they do that? So you don't shoot the wrong guy, I guess. No, so that if they give you uniforms and shave your head in boot camp, there's no reason for it except for to say you're all equal. Yeah. There is no individuality here. The same with, right, if it, if it wasn't about that in prison, they'd be like, well, wear whatever shorts you have on on a T-shirt. We don't care. Yeah. But why? Because I want to break you down and make your, there's, there's no individuals here. Yeah. Uh, you know, in school, I, you know, I like individuality. Well, and he might say that part of that, that he agrees with, that, he agrees with the part where he's saying, at least you're all equal here now. With the clothes, right, you're sure. all equal. But and, you're not is, anyway. Right, and, sure. And in that sense, be, like, it doesn't fix everything. And, but by the way, if you've ever been, and I know people who have gone to schools where there's uniform, there was one, uh, I lived behind a, a Catholic girls' school. And you always knew. that You know, yeah, they'd all be wearing the same shorts and then the same shirt, but then there'd be, you know, one girl in Jordans, one in Chucks. Some in bracelets. Like, they figure out how to individualize yeah. those uniforms anyway. Yeah. And the kid with money is rolling in with Air Force Ones. Yeah. With his khakis. So, you know, it doesn't really. And the one kid still got holes in his shoes. I, you know, they know. Kids know. Uh, They're not fooled by the pants. All right. We got to take a break. And then, Snow Cone, I'll tell you why the Catholic Church might be splitting just like the Methodist. It's, it's the biggest talk. Well, I get the Vatican, I guess. You haven't even heard about it, so... The Church of Laszlo. Yeah, do, do, doom scroll, whatever yeah, yeah, it is you're yeah. doing. All right, so I guess you guys heard the news already. Uh, Aaron Rodgers will not be playing this year. Oh, yeah, yeah Aaron that's Aaron Rodgers bad. is not going to come back this season and play quarterback for the New York Jets. Yes, 40-year-old Aaron Rodgers had until Wednesday for the New York Jets to activate him. Now, if Aaron wanted to play this season, that would have to have happened again by midweek. Yeah, so it didn't happen, so he's not going to play. So, okay, okay, well, it would have been cool if he played. It would have, but, I mean, they were out of it anyway, right? Right, and also, no one really thought that yeah, they would, would risk him coming back that right. soon, right, when the team was that when bad. When they're out of the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, the Pope caused a lot of controversy by saying that priests should bless same-sex couples. Oh, I didn't say that they should marry him, but you can bless same-sex couples. A lot of Catholics upset by this. Catholic Church is entering a new era after Pope Francis approved priests to bless same-sex couples. The decision seems to be causing a split among U.S. Catholics, with some saying it's a landmark moment and others saying it violates church teachings. Oh, God, this could be the spark. Oh, boy, then what, huh? It starts the... Fire that splits up the Catholic Church. Again, uh, someone on Twitch pointed out the Methodist Church just split, too. Now we got the Catholics fighting. So, you know, this Pope, he seems pretty progressive, but I, I understand if you're, if you're a Catholic and you don't uh, agree with him, well, what? He's the Pope. I don't know how Catholicism works exactly. I thought so. 
Like he's your divine. Isn't he like the talker? Well, I guess, God. But they God. split off before. Like the Lutherans were like, eh, no, not that interested. Well, right. Every Protestant church is right. split off. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm kind of joking. But uh, oh, I, if I didn't you, realize you were joking. If you're Catholic. I don't know that much about religion. Plus, I'm a little, little drunk. Tipsy. If you're Catholic, I, I don't know if you're supposed to listen to the Pope no matter what or if you're allowed to disagree with the Pope. I know he's supposed to be close to God, but I don't think he's supposed to be a prophet or anything or a saint. In order to be a saint, you have to perform a couple of miracles, and I don't know. They they made what's her name, Mother Teresa, isn't Mother she? Teresa, a, yeah. Isn't she a saint now? She what, is. A or whore. the or the miracles that she? A hooker. I don't know. The miracles that she got away with was treating children the way she did, and then getting away Another with another guy that argued against her. What was his name? Because when they like, Satan, when they uh, like make you a saint, someone comes and that that's what's called the devil's advocate. I think, and they come to say why you shouldn't be a saint. Oh, and the person oh, that really? was a Richard wow, Dawkins. I didn't know yeah. that. I had no idea. Well, I know that she, there was a lot of criticisms about her and how some of those children were treated in those homes that Who she was? started or no whatever. One. But I don't know what her miracles were. I, th- I think you have to perform two miracles. And that seems like that would be the hardest part, you know, performing the miracle. The other stuff, being a good person, a lot of Christopher people... Christopher Hitchens. Oh, he came oh, out against Yeah, he that? hates Mother Teresa. And okay. so when they were making her a saint, now. they had him come to say why she shouldn't be a saint. So he and shows that's up. called the devil's advocate. He shows up and says, this is why she should Yeah, she's a terrible person. Like, he hates her. Yeah. I, there was some documentary about her, to, you know, portraying her as a terrible person. And uh, I, I yeah, didn't know any of that before that. Her, yeah. But I think, like, my mom has pictures of Mother Teresa at the house. And yeah, 2003, he went and argued against her, yeah. So what were her miracles? Find out what her miracles were, because okay. I think you have to perform more than one. And I'm very curious what she did. Did she bring someone back from the dead? Uh, the GOP candidates have all been asked what they think about the news that Trump is off the ballot in Colorado, at least for now. It's going to go to the Supreme Court. They say that he uh, violated the 14th Amendment by uh, uh, causing and leading an insurrection, whatever. So he's off the ballot there. And they ask the other Republicans, how do you feel? And they said, well, look, you know, we want to beat the guy, but not like this. I do not believe Donald Trump should be prevented from being president of the United States by any court. Make no mistake, I want to win this election, but I want to do it through the front door by convincing the voters of this country that I'm best positioned to lead our movement to the next level, not by having the competition eliminated from a ballot. We don't need to have judges making these decisions. We Hack judges. So I want to see this in the hands of the voters. I think the precedent that a court could just take somebody off the ballot Meatball. without even any type of criminal conviction or anything like that, uh, I think that that is not the way uh, the, the law is intended to be enforced. We want to beat them, but not like this. Sure. Let the voters decide. So Mother Teresa Saints, uh, the first miracle she performed was in 1998. A woman mm-hmm. traveled uh, to a missionary of a charity chapel and touched a medallion blessed by Teresa. She had a stomach tumor, but the medallion cured her. Doctors confirmed the tumor disappeared overnight. Wow, overnight. In a similar case, a man with a brain tumor recovered after touching a relic of Mother Teresa. Before surgery, the man woke up from a coma and his tumor had vanished. Mm. So those are her so, two miracles. Wait, but, so the first one... Had a stomach tumor. But, but they also touched a relic? They or? touched a medallion they, that she had blessed. So, not, so she didn't lay hands on no. either of these people? No. Another one they They weren't even in the same room or same yeah, continent. They touched something she blessed. Right. Got it. Something that represented her or something yeah. that was connected to her. Those are the two miracles they mentioned for her sainthood. Oh, well, I wonder if that stuff my mom has at her house has been uh, blessed by these saints because she's got this Mother Teresa stuff. What's I mean, she got I, in her house? I've only seen used rubbers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Hey, the oh, United man. States, remember? I didn't know those were blessed. Remember when the United States used to be a first world country? That's when I mean, you finished. That's your blessing. <laughs> we're moving on here. 
Remember when the United States used to be a first world country? Mm-hmm. And we felt Just bad. filled with devil's advocates. <laughs> felt bad for the other countries nice. who had shortages, you know, bread lines, couldn't get their medications, things like that. Mm-hmm. And now here we are. Can't get our medications in the United States. And it's not just, you know, oh, I have a cold. I wish I could get more DayQuil. There's a shortage. These are cancer medications that people need for chemo, and they can't get them. So doctors are like, I'm sorry. You should be uh, starting chemo right now. You should be doing this right now if we're going to help you. But I can't get a hold of the medication, so maybe go find a Mother Teresa relic. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. A vial of sterile injectable medicine typically costs less than this cup of coffee that I bought downstairs this morning. So this reduces the incentive of manufacturers to invest in quality or in newer manufacturing facilities. It's not just cancer drugs. There are shortages of amoxicillin used to treat infections and a stimulant Kimberly Ward's daughter takes to control her ADHD. Adderall's the one that started this whole shortage. That's true. Adderall Uh is the one that started this whole shortage. And that guy was trying to explain that they're blaming the shortages now officially on generic drugs and the fact that once drugs become generic there's not enough profit in the drug so there's not enough incentive if a factory says we can only make this much adderall and they say yeah but we need more the factory says "Eh, we're not going to rush to build another factory to make more adderall because we don't make that much money on it so what what do we need to do maybe the government needs to get involved somehow and say hey for these drugs that are lower costs that are generic Maybe we need to make sure that we have facilities set up that we pay for as taxpayers. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing that's how some of the stuff with the vaccines worked, right? Bill Gates and these other people said, hey, we need to get these facilities right. up and running. And then I'm sure that there was taxpayer money that went into some of that. I mean, there was taxpayer money that was spent on all kinds of things. People got relief checks and everything else. So I don't know what you do, but these shortages aren't going away. The Adderall shortage, as far as I know, is still a thing. I've heard people saying I they still can't get it I have it a prescription places. for Vyvanse. It's just never been filled. Yeah, didn't you say they, they like switched to Vyvanse because the Adderall shortage. I still shortage, haven't gotten it, yeah. And, and then, then I went. I go to my pharmacy switched. and they're like, yeah, no. Yeah. So, like, what do you mean, yeah, no? Yeah. Like, yeah, no. Yeah, I've heard that too. Everyone switched to Vyvanse, mm-hmm. so now they're out of that. It's, uh, it's something. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, seriously, when I was a kid teenager, whatever, in my 20s. I don't know. I never heard stories like this in the no. United States. If something like, we had, first it was the baby formula thing that had glass in it. And like, we've only got one baby formula factory in the United States. Remember, we had to bend the rules to allow baby formula in from Ireland right, sure. and somewhere else because normally we don't allow their baby formula to be sold. Well, now, you United know, people States. are like, oh, we have the best healthcare system in the world. I'm like, you can't even get the meds your doctor prescribes you. Exactly. Even if you but have you can't the money like, to pay oh, for them. In other countries, they wait in lines. I'm like, there's no line at right. my pharmacy. It's just because the guy just comes to the window and goes, yeah, no. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, what do you mean, yeah, no? Yeah. He's like, yeah, no. Yeah. There's a line at my yeah. pharmacy, a bunch Thanks, of people being CBS, told, I don't no. know what else do I do. Yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous and makes no sense. And I'm upset by it because I am prescribed some of these meds that there are shortages of. And it's really, really annoying. A woman pretended to be an employee at the Waffle House. Why would she do that? She pretended to work there for a while. Free waffles. No, it was to rob the place. She stole some Mm. cash. Police are looking for her. Actually, let me see if they found her yet. They're searching for the woman accused of pretending to work at a Riverdale Waffle House just so she could burglarize the place. Police say the woman spent two hours inside the Highway 85 location. Eventually, according to police, the woman used a tablet to open the register and steal money. 
Call Riverdale Police if she looks familiar. If you guys know who she is. What do you mean she someone, used a tablet? That's what I want to know. You used a tablet to open it. Like what? You used a tablet to pry it open? Right, or I don't understand. You used a tablet and typed in a secret code in some sort of near-field communication, opened, opened the drawer up. I, I just mean, wouldn't imagine they have that kind of tech at Wobble Me neither. Hours. And also, I saw her walking, the pictures that they've got of her, and I, I, I just, I can't imagine that someone would think to themselves, I'm going to go in, and clearly she did, but... I'm going to go in there and pretend to work for a couple of hours so that I can get yeah. whatever cash. I don't know, but when you think about places that have cash, marijuana dispensaries, obviously the most because that's all they have, but I wouldn't try and rob one of those places because I assume there's a bunch of private security guards and thousands of, I don't know. I saw that documentary about Colorado. I don't know how they do it other places, okay. but there's a lot of cash there. But outside of the dispensaries, if you're a robber now looking for cash, where do you go? What's who's got the most cash on hand? And I was thinking a Waffle House might not be bad. There right. might be some cash there. You got some truckers and whatever else, and they got some bills and yeah. they leave some cash on the table. And Restaurants for sure. Yeah, maybe they maybe at a Waffle House they still pay in cash. But I just I I really can't think of a place that you could go to and rob it for cash and it would be worth it because I can't imagine a place that's got you know obviously banks banks and. Uh, and the ATMs. dispensaries. ATMs, yeah, not counting those. Just, you know, the good old-fashioned hold-ups. Give me all your cash. I don't know what place. But you know what? I bet a gas station that does a lot of business, a busy place, a convenience store like a quick trip or something like that, I'm sure they have a lot of cash just because the amount of people that come and go. Yeah, most, I see most, most people, people are paying cards with cards, though. most. But I, I'm sure there's still people. And you see the people come in and say, give me $10 on yeah. pump 12. So because they have so much business constantly coming in, they probably do have a decent amount of cash. But I don't know. It's never crossed my mind to rob someone. It has Laszlo's. He's thought about it many times. Yes. It involves hitting a guy in the head with a coffee, coffee carafe and then uh, running away with yeah. uh, the ATM. And you loot. being out there. We can have it. Outside in the Beretta waiting for him. We can make so much money. Yep. And then, boom, we drive off. That's it. I mean, there's no die packs in an ATM. Well, guy's bin. putting them in. I'm watching in. them. Exactly. So, I mean. So, it's fresh money, fresh cash. Um, oh, Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg's friendship. Everyone loves hearing about Martha Stewart and Snoop mm -hmm. Dogg's friendship. Uh, they've been friends for years now, and Snoop Dogg has said in the past, like, if, uh, you know, she was a little bit younger, if I was a little bit older, I would have asked her to marry me, which, you know. Sure, that's nice. I mean, he's got it, yeah. But anyway, he lives on the West Coast. She lives on the East Coast. But the story goes that when. He's visiting the East Coast. He stays with her. Hmm. And then a lot of times when she's visiting the West Coast, she stays with him. And she told a story uh, on The Tonight Show this week. Uh, of course, uh, Snoop Dogg comes up, and uh, she tells a story about Snoop stopping by. He was on that on the East Coast and came by for dinner, and she had a very little funny story here Colorado to tell. Snoop Dogg, he came to dinner. Yeah. And, uh, and I, you know, he said, I'll be there about three guys. Three guys, we're just getting off the plane and we're going to have to go to New York, but he'll stop by. So I said, come for lunch. And he came and um, seven bodyguards. And they're, and they're called teeny and tiny and, and, and they're all about seven feet tall. And they, <laughs> they ate everything. They ate everything and left nothing for the rest of the guests. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he constantly, he constantly has make, the munchies. I had to make yeah. peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for my friends, you know. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, so but funny. you have such a good relationship, you, you and... Uh, oh, he's great. Snoop, Snoop is just a, like, a, like my little brother. Yeah. 
Oh. I, had, I had three brothers, but he was like the third. He was like the fourth brother. Everyone loves the you know old sure. white lady who folds sheets mm-hmm. and the rapper, the gangster rapper, being yep, best friends. Best friends. Yeah. There and, you go. And I guess they really are. Yeah, good for them. They, they stopped by. Yeah, it was it was his doing. He had been writing her letters, trying to contact her for a long time. He wanted to come on her show, and uh, when he finally did come on the show, she talked about how she'd been getting the this these letters from Snoop, and that she'd finally gotten. I guess maybe she finally read one of them. And uh, he just said, hey, please, I'd like to come on your show. It wasn't clear if she, I think she had some idea who he was, but maybe right. not. Uh, but she certainly was surprised as to why he would want to come onto her show. But I guess he was a fan. He came on the show. People loved seeing the two of them. And then, of course, they got their own show. And now they're best friends. There you go. Now that's it, Snowcone. Mm-hmm. That's good, it. Good. I'm serious. That's it. Okay. No more. I'm not even supposed to be We're here. We're not today. supposed to be here. <laughs> that door is closed. That door is closed. I got to go pee. That door is closed. Wait, you don't have to come back. Okay, you know that, right? Yeah. Right, Snowcone? Right. Good right. Show, okay. The Church of Laszlo. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.